Welcome to Earthscaper Podcast. I'm Kevin. And I'm Nanette. This is a podcast about our traveling adventures. Reviews on movies and food. And and music. So, uh, today we are going to talk about our trip to Ireland. Kevin is with me. Say hi, Kevin. (laughs) Today is going to be about our rest of our trip to Ireland. If you listen to the first podcast before this, it was just our first day. Didn't start off real great as we didn't have the right fuel. Welcome Earthscapers to our podcast called the Pocket Rocket. Isn't that what it's called? Yep. MRS Pocket Rocket. So fellow campers led us there, lent us their Pocket Rocket to use. So that didn't start off great. Um, Poor Kevin didn't get a shower because he wasn't sure how the token system worked in the showers. So it didn't start off real, real great, but that's okay. We were in Ireland, right? I always say it can't all be butterflies and rainbows, right? Right. No, that's, that's another podcast. So anyway, the night wasn't too bad. We were warm. Uh, I think the temp got down to 42 or so. But we had a good tent. We did. What was the name of that tent? Uh, Meryl. Was it? It was a Meryl. It was really nice. It had no kind of dew on the inside in the morning, nor when it rained. We got no leaks, or we had no leaks. Nothing. Yeah. We'll do another podcast on all of our equipment. But so yeah, it got down to about forty-two, so it wasn't too bad. We stayed at the campground for two nights. We figured out the showers, obviously, and they were clean. They were very clean. The campsite was great. The people were absolutely friendly. And I am trying to remember the name of that campsite. Do you remember what it was? I should have wrote that down. And I'm sorry I didn't. It was probably, um, sorry, you probably hear our dog in the background. Oh, we'll have to get back to that because we stated a, Oh, I know what it was. I remember now. Camac Valley Caravan and Camping. So it's spelled C-A-M-A-C. That was the name of it. And that campground, I do have a little bit of background on that campground. It It is open all year round and it's got stuff for kids. Um, it's got a little, little shop where you can buy your your snacks and your food. Oh, remember they had that coffee machine? It mm-hmm. actually wasn't too bad. Not too bad. Yeah, they do have free Wi-Fi that's available in the park. It is two euros to do the showers. And I don't know. It's just a regular campground. I mean, there was nothing, you know, I don't think there was anything crazy about it. Mm-hmm. Um Their prices when we went, so the way that they do it over there is you can do a car plus a large tent with two people is 24 euros a night. And then they make it a car plus a small tent is 22 euros. They have a lot of caravans over there. So they break that down to two people per caravan is $23. A family caravan is $26. Then they even break it down to a dome family tent, two adults, four kids. And it just goes on and on and on from there. So I think it's kind of funny how they break that all down. They even have motor home 
for two people and a motor home for family. So I think that's kind of funny. It is close to a bunch of shopping and there is a tour bus, I guess, that goes to the campground seven days a week in the morning and they pick you up. And take you wherever you want to go. And you can do a hop on, hop off the bus. They have that. Adults for that. Let me look. 25 euro for a two-day ticket. So that's really not bad. So we didn't do that. But you can uh, get on the bus. Obviously, stop wherever you want and get back on all day long. I've heard those are pretty good to get. But we had a car. So we didn't do that. Um, they have all kinds of family attractions that are right near that campground. Ten pin bowling, swimming pools, cinemas, shops, restaurants, pubs, all your regular stuff. Mm-hmm. Anyway, let's let's get back to our our trip. Um. So there I go again. You're supposed to stop me from saying so. We got our coffee. At the little shop, remember, because we didn't have that stove anymore because right. we gave it back to the people the night before. So we used the little machine up there, got our coffee, went back to the campground, and oh, let me back up. I forgot. When we were getting our coffee, I asked the guy that was working the desk, he was not there the night before. I asked him, I said, listen, we got these fuel canisters. They don't fit. I had actually taken one with me. I forgot. I'm remembering now. So I had taken it up there. It didn't fit. I explained to him how I bought him the night before from the girl that was working. He proceeds to tell us that he cannot take them back because the seals have been broken. We told him. Well, that's how we bought them. The girl sold them to us with the seals broken. You cannot take these fuel tanks on the plane. So what happens is you buy the fuel tanks and then people leave them because you can't take them. Well, then they turn around and they sell them. Well, they're selling them without the seals on them. So I don't know why this guy was being such a butthole about it. Mm. Would he? So he, he would not. He would not return our canisters at all. But he did give us tokens for the shower. (laughs) He said, I wasn't here, so I don't know what happened. I'm like, okay, whatever. So we go back. Oh, so we bought the ones that fit from him. So we go back to the campsite. And I start to cook bacon first. And, of course, we bought the little pan set that all folds up into each other. And I must have had it maybe just a little too high. (laughs) Well, because the bacon started to burn. So I guess I should have turned it down a little bit. So I start burning the bacon. And so, okay, I throw that out. And then I decide, okay, we're going to cook some eggs. I break an egg. That's fine. Break another one. Fine. Into the pan. Break the third egg into the pan. And guess what? It's got red all through it, which means it's bad. So now our eggs are ruined. (laughs) Like, well, there goes breakfast. So breakfast that day was granola bars and a banana. But that that wasn't too bad. No. You just roll with it, right? Right, I just roll with it. You just got to roll with it. Our first stop that we had planned for the day on our itinerary. Again, we have an itinerary that... 
we just kind of go by. If we decide we want to go do something else, that's fine. It's not something that we get our underwear in a bunch about. We just fly by the seat of our pants. But our tentative itinerary was to go to the Hill of Terra. And that's T-A-R-A. Not Hill of Terror. Hill of Terra. I kept wanting to say terror. We did get uh, some more coffee and... We stopped at the McDonald's there, which was kind of neat, a little different than our McDonald's, mm-hmm. as they had a long table with, I don't know, I guess just iPad screens, so kids or I guess whoever could just sit and get on the internet. But then the other thing was they had these huge ordering stations, which I've started to see here now, where you go up and you just punch in your order on the screen and you can even pay right there. Then you go to the counter to get your food. Well, we stopped there to get our coffee and we were doing our blog. So Kevin, you worked on our blog for a little while, although it was really slow, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty slow on the internet. Yeah. We then left there And on the way to Hill of Terra, we wanted to stop again because it was a little bit of a ways, if I remember. So we stopped at a place called Smithwick's. There were two Irish guys in there, right? Two Mm -hmm. Irish guys. Farmers. Farmers, yep. It was 1220 in the afternoon, and they were already throwing some back, weren't they? Oh, yeah. They were talking, is it Gaelic? Gaelic, yeah. Couldn't understand a darn word they said, but it sounded neat, didn't it? Yeah, it did. It was funny. They had good coffee, though. Um, Had some coffee, listened to them for a little bit, took some pictures, packed up, and headed out. We get to Hill of Terror. Terra. See, I always want to say terror. Why? Mm -hmm. Anyway. So what is Hill of Terror? Terra. I'm going to mess that up every time. Well, I had no idea what it was. Apparently, well, it is. I mean, we saw it. It's a huge outside piece of land. Is that what you would say? It has a church and a cemetery. Mm -hmm. But it's a huge piece of land with a bunch of hills. And according to tradition, it was the inauguration place in the seat of the High Kings of Ireland. And... Basically, it was a ceremonial avenue, as you would call it, I guess. There's a stone there. I won't say what it actually looks like. Okay, it looks like a penis. I'm sorry. It does, doesn't it? It just does. Mm -hmm. Not to be rude. But they call that the Stone of Destiny. Or it was first known as the Coronation Stone. I have no idea what that means. Did they touch it? Did they set the crown on it? I have no idea. Do you? And I couldn't, we couldn't find anything. Like, I don't know how this stone was used. I have no idea. But that's what it is. Maybe somebody else knows more about it. But let me tell you, it is absolutely beautiful. And the scenery, because you're up very high, it is just breathtaking. There's a small little chapel and there's a graveyard and both of those together with the scenery is, I don't know. It's just amazing. And I think it's very inspiring just knowing that there were Kings and Queens 
on that land and we were there like we stepped on the same land that they stepped on mm-hmm. and not only that the land that we were stepping on it was really really important back then that was very important ceremonies that they held so there you go i thought that was just i don't know i just thought that was amazing they did have a gift shop and two restaurants they had a bookstore and a working art studio. And it was really cool how it was set up because there were just old buildings, like old stone buildings mm-hmm. that were all together. The gift shop, eh, that had your average stuff in it, I guess. The restaurant that was attached to it, and I am not going to remember the name of that. It's got its own, it's got its own name, but I cannot remember what the name of that was restaurant you probably don't remember do you i do it it was really cool inside it was very nice just done up traditionally with the you know irish things they had well what we had i'll talk about what we had we both had paninis and they were to die for weren't they Mm -hmm. weren't they good they were very good remember the chips Mm-hmm. We've actually bought a bag on the way out. That's yeah. how good they were. <laughs> we did. We bought a bag on the way out. <laughs> and they weren't sold over the counter. They were like back in the kitchen. They had That's to bring right. Out, yeah, they had to bring out a bag. Yeah, because you went up and you the, asked for them yeah. specifically. And, and they she, weren't selling them, so they actually sold us a special And bag. I forget, how much did she charge us? Like two bucks or Probably, something? Yeah. yeah, she actually gave us, yeah, those were, I don't know what made them so different. I can't even describe it, but I don't know. They were they were just really good. So the whole atmosphere and ambiance of that restaurant, I'm sorry I don't have the name of it. I I thought I wrote it down somewhere. I'm sure I probably have it somewhere. And if I think of it, I will let you know. I know I have it with some pictures. There we also had cookie dough homemade ice cream. Oh, we also bought dark chocolate, salted chocolate, and milk chocolate. So all separate, we bought chocolate bars. So, and those were amazing, weren't they? they How long did it take us to eat those (laughs) a day? We we did try to savor it, so we didn't eat it all at once. Plus, those were pretty big bars. They're like those big Hershey bars, but it was pretty good. Um, that restaurant did have the outdoor seating, but we weren't able to sit outside, but oh well. The bookstore that was next door. Oh my gosh. If you love bookstores, it was the greatest little place big enough for probably, I don't know, five people to stand in. Maybe (laughs) old, old books, old maps, old survey maps. It just smelled old and it smelled of books. And there was somebody old that was an old man with gray hair with his sweater on working behind the counter. I don't know. It's just like something off TV. It just made you feel all warm inside. Dark, you know, the the bookshelves going from the floor to the ceiling. And then there were just boxes sitting there with books piled in it and miscellaneous papers. I don't know. I love that stuff. I don't, it just is neat to me. I know I get all weird, weirded out. 
I don't know. I thought it was good. The Art Studio. Let's talk about that. So, again, don't know the name of the art studio. But it was a zen vibe. It had that zen vibe going. They were playing um, that that peaceful kind of background music. And, of course, they had all the incense burning. Mm-hmm. So it smelled of incense. I personally do not like incense. You do. You like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't care for it. But uh, anyway, to each his own. But they had the incense going. They had the very peaceful music. They had all kinds of uh, homemade art and drawings and paintings and art. And when I say art, I mean like sculpture type of things. Um, Handmade like little bags or trinket type of things. Um like I said, the jewelry, paintings, drawings, sketches. There was even somebody in there given a little reading of some sort. I don't think she was doing tarot cards, but she was doing, doing some sort of reading So, for a lady. But it just had that whole Zen vibe. Then when you walk outside, well, of course, walking up to it, but we didn't notice it really till we came out of the building. There was a little area to the side that had a tiny waterfall and fairies. They had fairies there that were like planted everywhere, kind of looking over the waterfall. Mm -hmm. Then they had two small chairs and they had plants everywhere on the wall and on the ground. And I don't know, it was just very peaceful and calming and especially here in that waterfall. Anything else to add with Hilla Terra? Terra? No. <laughs> it just, it was very beautiful. It's definitely something to see. And you can always go to our blog. Yeah. And check out, I think you put a couple pictures on there. And I wrote about it, so there's probably a little more detail in there. Yeah. 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 Okay, the next stop would be Trim castle and that's t-r-i-m so that see i said it again that's okay you've got to stop me from saying that's so that's okay i know but i don't like it trim castle what's trim castle known for remember uh, you remember uh, it's a movie oh, it's a movie yeah I have on here that Trim Castle was occupied in 1172. 1172 by Hugh de Lacey after being granted the liberty of meth. Ha! <laughs> meth. Mm. But it's M E A T H. And I have no idea what that means. That's a county over there. Well, they consider them not counties like our counties. Their towns are counties, I guess. If I'm wrong, somebody please correct me. There wasn't much to say about Trim Castle. We could not go inside. It was locked. I don't even know if they allow tours. We went at a time when there was nobody there. We were by ourselves. I might think maybe... Wait, is that the one you had to pay for to get in? I might be thinking of the wrong one. Is that the big one that had where you walk inside and we paid a few tokens? Yeah. Okay, so I'm thinking of the wrong one. Sorry. 
that one, yes, you paid a few to like, I don't know, it was a couple euros to get in. There were a lot of people at that one. I'm thinking of the other castle later. I'll talk about that. Sorry. That one had a lot of people, a lot of land. It was huge. We didn't go, you could go in there, but we didn't go in. We just didn't feel like it was, you know, worth the time. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I got that mixed up. I was thinking of the one where the um, Winterfall, Winterfell, <laughs> Game of Thrones. I was thinking right. of the Game of Thrones castle. Oh, yeah. where So there's a castle, we'll get to it, where Game of Thrones had a few, I don't know, um, what do you want to call it? I don't uh, a few things in the movie. That's where Pony Python too. The the knight was leaning over. The yeah, top. where he's leaning over the top. Yeah. 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 Yep. The Holy Grail. The Holy Grail. Yeah. Well, later that night. So remember, this is our second day there. This is the eighth. Mm. And wait for it. What we do that evening? Do you remember uh, our big adventure? Could have been Metallica. Hell yeah! Metallica! Yes, we did. We went and saw Metallica at Slane Castle in Slane, Ireland, baby. Yes, we did. The reports that we heard before we went were calling for 75,000 people. 75,000 people, and they even put in their report that you should wear earplugs. <laughs> do you remember that? I do. And that's I remember mom saying, you better take your earplugs. They worked out there with $2 million that show. Right, wow. right. The tickets, so when you bought tickets, and you bought, well, we bought them kind of late, didn't we? we because did. we they were sold out, like, we have them right now. Yeah, the tickets that Kevin got were standing room only, and that's because we bought them so late because we didn't know. But it didn't matter. We didn't care. We were going to go. You'd be able to hear them. Right. It's just the ambiance of being there and knowing we were there. and mm-hmm. You know how it is when you go to a concert. But we were rocking to Metallica in Ireland. And a double rainbow was going on over there. Well, stage. I'm not there yet. Oh, I'm, sorry. <laughs> I'm just reminiscing. I know. There was a double rainbow when they were playing. So it had been uh, raining earlier in the day. And yes, a double rainbow came up over the back of the stage. That was just, that was crazy. It was like a hilltop. It was like a hilltop, Irish hilltop uh, behind their stage. That's the way it looked. So yes. It was just awesome outdoor venue it was it was well the other crazy thing was driving to get there so as we're driving there and we're driving up to the parking lot there's no car i mean there's parked cars but there's no cars like in front of us there's no cars behind us how many bands were playing there that night there were a few four okay we got there. So most people, I think, were already there. But there was no traffic, no nothing. We thought we were going to have to wait for, you know, hours in a line. We didn't. We drove right in, parked. That was it. And it was less than a five-minute walk <laughs> to where we needed to go. And the people. 
there were obviously tons and tons of people. I don't know what the outcome was as far as how many were actually reported. I forget. But from every walk of life you saw, every walk of life, every age range was there. So, you know. The disappointing thing was, though, when we went to get t-shirts. So I didn't need a t-shirt, but obviously Kevin wanted a t-shirt. They sold out of the ones that said Slain Castle. I guess they sold out of those right away. So there's no getting any of those, but he did get one. It took us it took us a minute to get those, but you know. What do you do? It was a good concert. Yeah. They rocked it right. Yeah, other than uh Kirk Hammett's guitar being out of tune and unforgiven, they were pretty good. <laughs> That was the only thing. I was like, "Ow, you need to grab another guitar." And uh, see, I wouldn't know that. Out, but, but they were, yeah, they were on it. So, yeah, yep. you did make a comment about how his voice is not. Um, what's the word you used? It was very good. It's not as. Mm, it's not as. Mm. I forget the words you use for it. Who knows why? They did look like a little ants. We were so far away. They well, did. They look- had the big screens up. They did have the big screens, but I'm just, you know, looking at them. But, you know, you could hear them. The music was good. Yep, sounded really good. We were in Ireland listening to Metallica. Yeah! So Kevin had to gear me up for that for a while. So we listened to Metallica for a little while. I mean, if you know me, you know I'm not a hard, hard metal rock person. But I appreciate the music for sure. Especially once you listen to the words and you know the words and know the meaning behind some of it. it it's nice. I, I liked it. Well, the concert, we decided to head out and beat all the traffic. We headed back to the campground and we made our, our Indian meal of noodles that we brought with us in a bag. Mm-hmm. You just have to boil it for five minutes and it's good to go. We bought a few of those, so... That never, never uh, fails you. So that ended day two of our adventures. On to the next day. What did we do the next day? That would have been, that would have been the ninth, tenth. Let's just skip to the, I don't even know. I don't know why I don't have the ninth written down. Well, anyway, it doesn't matter. Temperature. Let's see. When we woke up that day, it was the 10th is what I have down. It was beautiful sunshine. I remember that. And it was 45 to 50 degrees when we woke up. It it always started out that way and then got warmer as the day went. It never really gets over 75 there, which is very nice. It's very cool in the shade and you need a jacket in the shade. But once you're in the sun, you're good to go. We did not sleep well at all, but who cares? We were in Ireland, right? We did not sleep good. We did not. No, but that's okay. No Irish breakfast today. I bet you, because I put that in there that we had no Irish breakfast. I wonder if that's the day yesterday is when we went to have the Irish breakfast. And maybe I just didn't put it down. Uh, the Irish breakfast? Yeah, when was that? I thought that was our first day when we were driving to our campsite. Uh-uh. 
Okay. No. I'm wrong. I know. I no because that the first day I have on here. Anyway, doesn't yeah, matter. Doesn't matter. We um <laughs> we had for breakfast. I wrote this down that we had granola bars with mixed nuts and cranberries, and um. What else did we have? Blueberries and of course our coffee. coffee. Oh, okay. I do have a note that I saved leftover sausages from yesterday's Irish breakfast. That's what it was. So yesterday, it was the day after our first day. We stopped at this little place. I don't even know the name of it. And we ordered their Irish breakfast. That consisted of black pudding. Did they call it white pudding? <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, the other pudding. couple eggs. Ham sausage trying to think of what else when there are beans in there oh yeah 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 beans i know you didn't like the sausage no i like the sausage it wasn't too bad black pudding's not too bad i don't even know how to describe that that's kind of like a sausage patty in a way but drier it's not fatty so that was the day before i don't know why i don't have that written down we went to another campground because obviously we were camping and that one was expensive, expensive, expensive for one night, which included our car and two people. Because remember, that's how they do it. And a tent. We had to tell them how big the tent was. That was 29.50 euros. That's expensive. That was called flesk camping. That's where we stayed that night. That wasn't too bad of a, a campground. It was kind of the same as same, yeah. everybody else. It was clean and it had your, your stuff for kids and that kind of thing. But the agenda for that day was going to be what is called Torque Falls, McGillicuddy's Reeks, and Ring of Kerry. And after that, we were going to head up the west coast. So the west side. The first stop then was Torque Falls, and this has got to be one of my favorites. I know it wasn't one of your favorites because yours is coming up. I absolutely loved Torque Falls. I cannot even begin to do it justice as far as what it looks like. All I can say is God does good work. <laughs> it looks like a magical fairy garden. Picture these tall, enormous trees. They're just covered in emerald green moss. They have black fungus on the trunks. There's rocks. There's boulders. They're all covered with moss. And the black fungus with the green, and it's like an emerald green, just those two contrast colors against each other. It's beautiful. Then you add a little bit of fog into that and steam because there's a little bit of steam coming up because it was so warm. The ground was so warm. And then you've got the peaking of the sunlight just barely shining through the trees. I Look, I'm speechless. I just don't even know what to say. I absolutely loved it. It's, it's something that... Movies are made of. This must be where they go. To the right of where I'm talking about and 
way up is the actual waterfall. We did not go to the top of the waterfall. We just went to the bottom part. It is about 300 feet and it, it's, it's very pretty, not even from the top to just look at it and hear the rushing water coming down. It's, it's just beautiful. I loved it. I don't know. You liked it, but yeah. just wasn't your favorite. But, you know, it's fairy garden stuff. What do right. you want? Right. <laughs> Next, we drove to McGillicuddy's Reeks. And there's another name for that. And I'm not even going to be able to pronounce it. So I'm not even going to try. But the meaning is Black Stacks. So it's stand, sandstone and siltstone mountains. And the range is in County Cary, because I told you they do it like counties. And it stretches 19 kilometers, which is 12 miles from the Gap of Dunlow in the east to Glencar in the west. So it, it's pretty far, obviously. It is the highest mountain range in Ireland, and it includes most of the highest peaks and sharpest ridges in Ireland. I do know that. I made those facts. <laughs> the only peaks on the island are over a thousand meters, which is 3,300 feet in height. And we hiked it. I'm not sure which one we hiked. We could never really figure that out. You want to tell them about what we did and what it was like? Because this is one of your favorite things that we did. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was, you know, a good start. We all um, got our gear on and backpacked up the, uh, I think it was like an intro of the farm. Mm -hmm. um, just coming into it. And uh, there was a bunch of sheep. There was a, well, a couple of sheep laying on the side. Mm -hmm. um, just walking up the hillside and then it started into a mountain right i think we went off trail and we uh, hiked for we an hiked hour for an hour yeah an hour up the trail up the mountain scaled the mountain a little bit on the side i think it was the one on the left but i mean when we got up there you know it was just you know panoramic view i mean a mountain on each side of us and we were just like in that valley right it was pretty awesome i mean the, the shade was over us and it got you know what 10 15 degrees cooler when we got up there yeah it was 10 to 15 and, degrees um, cooler they had hazard signs you know obviously you know with the you know the snow we saw you know there's probably some snow capped up there too and we didn't yeah they did far. they did have a sign at the beginning that said you know know your area right. make sure your cell phone is charged because people have actually died on these mountains it actually said that yeah so that was a little scary and the uh, black sheep yeah, let me tell you about our our story about the sheep. So, again, with the so, we're hiking and uh, there's sheep everywhere. I mean, not an abundance, but there's sheep everywhere. And we get to a point and we have to climb this little ladder that they've put out there. And it's a big, sturdy ladder. I... A farmer's ladder. I don't even know what you call it. Big, huge. And they had put it over the fence because there was a fence line that ran on one of the mountains and they put it over the fence so you could climb, obviously, over the fence. We get to that part and we hear a sheep and I turn around and there is a sheep standing on the path 
doing its thing, staring at me. Kevin is in front of me, but this sheep is behind me. So when I turn around now, Kevin is behind me on the ladder. I was, I was going over the ladder. Yeah, he was, was going over the ladder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, thing, that thing was just, you know. It was tripping out, wasn't yeah, it? It, it, was, it was standing its ground, really. It was standing its ground. So it kept, it kept, what's the noise they make? I don't know what you call it. Bah. Yeah, yeah. What do you call that? It, it kept baaing at me. Oh, yeah. One more time. <laughs> bah. And it wouldn't stop. And it kind of came closer and then it stopped. I was like, what do I do? What? How do you defend yourself against a sheep? Do you stare it down? Do you not move? Do you run? I mean, we don't have sheep spray. <laughs> Is that a thing? I don't know. Kevin goes, grab your walking stick. <laughs> As he's standing behind me, mind you. <laughs> they, won't, they won't hurt you. Well, I, but I didn't know that. Right. I was afraid. Right. And finally... It kind of, it went away. <laughs> and so it was my turn to get ready to go over the ladder. And here comes that damn sheep again. <laughs> and it starts doing its bat at me again. I was like, I have made this sheep so mad and I don't know why. I guess maybe I was in his territory. He finally went away, but... It was kind of scary at the time. I wasn't sure what was going to happen. Do sheep charge you? I mm-hmm. I don't know. He was grumpy. Yeah, he was very grumpy. Anyway, that was that. But we did, um, we set up our tent. We were going to go ahead and camp. I don't know what time we, it we was. We camped out and we kind of, I went to sleep a little bit, but it got to the point where we were just getting too cold. We're just like, we weren't, yeah. we've had we had to get up early the next day, so we just ended up. Yeah, we ended up going back down. Going back. So I think part of what we learned was when we got up there and we set up the tent, one of the problems that we had that we didn't think of. Now, we talked about this before, but we ended up not doing it. We'd been sweating for that whole hour That's of walking true. up there. We were damp, yeah. Our clothes were wet. Yeah. And we didn't change them. Hypothermia mode. Yeah. Yeah. Never thought of that. Right. We could have done. Never woken up. <laughs> right. I, so we should have actually. Right. I'd be all right with that. Right. Died what I love doing. <laughs> but it's true. It's like our clothes were wet underneath. We had a couple layers on. And that is not easy to climb up that mountain like that. Yeah. And so we were. We were sweating. And, and afterwards, I said, when we came down the mountain, I said, my gosh, we should have changed our clothes. That was part of the reason we were so cold. It wasn't just the air. It was our clothes were damp. And yeah, we, were, we've been, we didn't plan for that for a while. I we mean, took we a change just, of clothes with us, yeah, but, but we just didn't think about it. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, we packed up and we hiked back down the mountain. and But we stayed up there for quite a while. It was beautiful. Oh, it was. Oh, it was so beautiful. I just... It was sunny and it was beautiful. We got a little bit of rain up on the mountain. We were up really high. Just the air quality was just. You're right. The air was damp. It was very, very damp. Yeah. Very nice. Well, okay. So novice error. (laughs) And that's how you get hypothermia. (laughs) 
Well, we made it back down the mountain and we decided to go to an actual campground again. And I remember we looked on our map and the next campground that was closest to us was, and I made a note, was an hour and 20 minutes away. Mm-hmm. So off we went. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're like, well, what else are we going to do? Sleep in the car? Now, at this time, to give you a time frame, it is 9.45 p.m. at night. In Ireland, it does not get dark until 10.45. With that being said, it doesn't really get dark. It doesn't get dark like it does here in the States. It gets like a midnight blue. Would you call it a midnight blue? Well, this is where we drove, if you remember, through that scary part of Ireland. Yeah. It's the only part that we came across and I'm I'm going to I'll spell the name for you because I have no idea how to pronounce it pronounce it and I'm horrible at pronunciation. But it is spelled B A L L A G H B E A M A. Balagima Bima I butchered that. Anyway, this place to us was so just freaking scary because the mountains were all rock. It wasn't grass. It was all rock. And with it being that midnight blue, it just put that hue of darkness and shadows all around. Then you get sheep laying in the road or at least on the side of the road. And I'm assuming because the road was warm and the temperature was dropping. But all of that being said, there was a feeling. It was a feeling that you could just feel. It's almost like... People were watching from the hills have eyes. Yes! It was like... Yes! Very eerie. It was... You could see the cliff side. It was really jagged and high and sharp. Sharp, yeah. you know, rocks coming up, and it's just like, yeah, to the side, it was like complete drop, drop off. off. Yeah, the inner, yeah, the inner side. and you couldn't really see, but it wasn't pitch black, but it was dark enough, like I said, with the shadows. Mm-hmm. We just could not wait to get out of there. It was the weirdest vibe, it was. just in your gut. Where there was nowhere to turn, you had to, you had to, to go, right? Yeah, there was nowhere to turn. Mm-hmm. We weren't going to turn back because, you know. Yeah, we traveled far. Yeah. It just felt like we were not supposed to be there. It, we just, it just was weird. Well, we finally made it to the campground and um, we, you know, pinched our tent and like that. Uh, went back online for a little bit. Um, the campground we stayed at this time was called Mannix Point and that's spelled M-A-N-N-I-X. Again, nothing different from any other. But by the time we got to the campground and everything, it was 1.30 in the morning. We were tired, we were hungry, and we were sore. At least I was. <laughs> sore. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it was another lesson. It was other experiences. We learned from it. Yep, we sure did. Yep. So that concludes the first couple days of Ireland. And we can continue this on another podcast. 
and stay with us. And I don't know. We've got many more adventures. We do. We've got a lot of adventures to finish up here. So come back and visit us and we will talk with you soon. Remember, make memories, not excuses. (laughs) 